Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. Uh, I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Bubble Hawk. G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the land down under, struggling with the cold weather and choosing a strain of weed I'd like to smoke today. But other than that, Fucking killing up. it, as per Let's usual. Let's get this violin out again. First yeah, world do problems. It, go on. Which jar well, do I, just, I want to use today? You I just figured. <laughs> I've, <gotta laughs> I've only got seven today to choose from. <laughs> I, I figured chat would be more sympathetic to my plight, but apparent, apparently, uh-huh. you know. All right, we'll, chat, we'll let see. him have it. Let him yeah, have let, it, chat. I'm going to put a poll up. It's like, Bubble Hawk has <laughs> too much rosin, and he needs to decide somehow which one he's going to have. Do you feel sorry for him? Yes or no? And this is the first time we're ever going to have a 100% no call, you know? <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, we also have Monkey. How's it going, Monkey? Oh, it's going great, man. Monkey down here in the southeast U.S., totally opposite of Bubble Hawk. Bright sunshine and literally baking down here in the heat. Crazy nice. hot. Crazy, yes, crazy man. hot. Unfortunately, we don't have Marge here today because, as uh, many of you know already, it is Father's Day and she's spending some time with her with her dad today, which is super fucking cool. So, you yeah. know, she's she's having a good time with her dad. Very cool. So I hope she has a nice day and she might be back next week, but she's also got some kind of events going on next week as well. And she's taking part in the event, sponsoring it and shit. But she will let us know all about that when she comes back to the show as soon as possible. Might be next week might be the week after but we'll let you know uh, as we find out ourselves but yes it's been a good week yeah she is man you know she produces a really really good show if anybody doesn't know you know margie's the host what's the name of that show he's something to do about edibles he's something like uh, biting edibles or something what's it (laughs) bite me or something like that about yeah (laughs) yeah bite me the show about edibles everybody if you don't know it go and check it out i saw her put a post up on instagram today about some okay what was it asparagus and leek soup (laughs) yeah and i commented on it i was like marge has got a a special way of making me look at food that i'd never eat and be like "Hmm, okay maybe i'll I'll try it because it's got weed in it. <laughs> but yes, so the thing as... is, is, I can I can smell that soup already. Oh that's god, the problem. that's that's the problem for me is I can't I just can't do it. It's not not the soup itself. The after effect of the soup I can smell. That's the problem. <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like uh, it takes the taste of the chlorophyll out of the weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely takes the green taste out. Oh. Yeah. God damn. yeah so last week we had a week off everybody i hope you all enjoyed the interviews that went out last week we had breeder steve on the monday which it's always good to speak with breeder steve and then we had a new friend of the show on wednesday which was ryan sprague and we was on his show on friday weren't we monkey yes. we was there yes we about were. psychedelics we... and shit yeah, we were man he had all kind of crazy questions he's a great guy i never never thought about cannabis the way he thinks about it so yeah i like those kind of guests makes me think a little bit more him and his dad pretty well got into it didn't they he had a i watched an interview he did and he was having a, a chat about um if i'm looking at the same ryan um 
and he was saying that it's like it all all started when he was a kid and he's just sort of got like went deep into um into farming and Korean natural farming and all that sort of thing and it just sort of took him on the massive journey through everything but his but his dad was one of his massive supporters so cool, it's pretty cool. cool didn't know that but he'll be coming back on the show again soon it seems like we uh we have a nice friendship with ryan man and he'll be yeah, back on our show like... we'll be on his so it's cool yeah, it seems Sorry, like man. it's a pretty good click it's it, it works pretty well uh, we're on the same wavelength or something you know we, we kind of think mm-hmm. the same thoughts Sweet. Yeah, we, we had a good laugh on his show talking about psychedelics the other day you know? <laughs> yeah, we we've done a few a few funny things on psychedelics haven't we yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Good times. We need to do a show over on here on High and Homegrown about psychedelics at some point. That'd be a fun one. You know, just a, a random session about the random experiences we've had whilst on psychedelics. That'd be a, a cool episode, I think. But this episode today, we're going to be covering cannabis news and events. And you would think because there's one less panel member that we have less news. But no, we have more news than usual. We have six <laughs> stories, I think. I think well... uh, all six. I don't know about six, but yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, maybe seven. <laughs> we, oh, we have two. plenty yeah, of two. news. Yeah, Bubble has two. I've got two. You've got three, Monkey? Yes, a seven. Well, two of mine are actually kind of tied. That's why I said plus the two related. Yeah, so, right, yeah. right. Cool. So, yeah, we've got plenty of news to be covering today, everybody. So make sure you stay tuned for that. It is Father's Day, as I mentioned. I've been out all day. Uh, like, uh, Monkey messaged me at about 8 o'clock, about an hour ago. Like, is there a show today, bro? We've got nothing uh-huh. up and running. I was like, yeah, I've just got back. And so I've been out all day. Been very busy. And I also have a bottle of whiskey. My boy bought Uh-oh. me a bottle of whiskey. Are we going to have a pissed Mackey today? We might by the end of the show, lads. Oh, gonna... look out. Talk <laughs> about a Mackie Red coming. You know, every day. <laughs> <laughs> we make yeah, cool over time. It's about a famous grouse, and it says the famous dad on it, which he got for me. So nice. he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Cool. Mackie yes. on the drink. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? So here I am. I'm going to pour it now. Can you hear it? There you go. There you go, everybody. Nice yeah. little bit of a sound boop, effect. Boop, 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 boop. Just, just a little sploosh. Now, how did we get? I can hear you putting the lid back on. Do we get, <laughs> do we get any dad jokes today? Oh man, I had some good dad jokes this week, and I've just completely forgotten. I told you the elephant one, and it, what what animal comes in pints? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've got one. I've got one, right? So my oldest boy he left school this week, so we ordered Chinese food for him because he likes Chinese food, you know, to celebrate him leaving school. And this is so genius, everybody. Prepare yourselves for this moment of genius that is just about to occur, right? So I'm in the kitchen with the wife, and she's sorting out all this Chinese food. She's like, oh, look, we spent so much that they sent some free chicken. Okay, and this is the premise of the joke. I'm like, and it just, I said it straight away. I'm like, oh, because it's free chicken, do we get to call it chicken wins? <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's so bad, right? It's so uh, chicken wins, chicken wins. I was like, oh my god, it's too funny. But the wife, she didn't think it was fucking funny at all. She just looked at me with this disgusted look in her face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great chicken show, wins. I'll, uh, you know, yeah, I'll catch us all next week. <laughs> you know you love it, bro. You know you love it. It was epic. The wit, the wit, the wit. It was <laughs> the sharp still wit. You know what I'm saying? Cracked me up when you dropped one joke, and I'm like, and I I knew like it was some I can't remember what the joke was, but it was like one of those ones where I could just tell you'd run downstairs and been like, look, look at how funny I am. Check this out. 
Oh god, I I just love really bad jokes. You know, that's that's the best dad joke. You know, it's so fucking bad that the the joke itself isn't funny at all. It's just it's so bad that's what makes it funny. I love them jokes. It's so bad that you think so. it's good. That's funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that's the best shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that that that's the uh, that's the joke for today, everybody. Free Chinese chicken. Also known as chicken wins. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. John's so it's one. I like John's one. <laughs> What's John got? Dad joke. I saw Metallica board a flight to Amsterdam. They're off to Nether Netherlands. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, John. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, that, I feel as if that made my one slightly better. So thanks for that, John. You know, just, just a little bit. <laughs> lowering the bar there, John. Thank you, sir. Thank you. But yes, everybody, you know, if you, if you have uh, a whiskey beverage or something, partake today because it's Father's Day. You know, we'll uh, we'll get a little tipsy. We'll talk about some cannabis news and events and grow guides and stuff. And yes, it's good to be back after a week off. I hope you all had a good week. And it's time to, uh, I think it's time to move on to the cannabis news and events. I would do the shout outs for everybody, but I haven't written anybody's name down because I've been busy setting up the show. And there will be some slight bugs and errors throughout the show because it was right. It's the whiskey. It's the whiskey. It's the whiskey. Yeah. Uh -huh. Absolutely. 100% the whiskey's fault. And as, as in turn, my boy got me this whiskey. So essentially it's his fault. It's his fault. <laughs> Pass it right. on to the lad. I, yes, I, just, right. I, just, I just like I just like the fact that you've warned everybody now. Look, there may be some problems. I'm not saying there will be, but there may don't be. Expect, there don't may expect protests. <laughs> there may be. But I have yeah. to. It's way too early for me to be cracking any type of any type of. Alcohol oh yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Time of the morning. You know that's known as a problem. Then you know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Wake and bake's one thing, but wake and drink—that's a different one. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, so just just, uh... just to uh, correct that, any of our, our Australian listeners out there right now, don't you pick up whiskey? That's not a good idea. No. It's not even Father's Day, so don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> not for us anyway. Don't even do it on Father's Day this early, please. You know. Yes. Oh, I mean, it's look, proper you know, professional whiskey. I agree, Mad Dog. Let's let's sip on this whiskey here. The mm -mm. six a.m. beer is not not a huge problem if you're camping, and you're if you've, or you've done a night shift. <laughs> or you, yeah, that's fair. Night shift. I mean, there are there are exceptions to the rule, but if you're just waking up on a regular fucking Tuesday and cracking into a pint at six in the morning, that's not mm -hmm. you know, bro. I, I can mean, remember. No, no judgment, but. I can remember 6 a.m. beer and raw oysters fishing because that's what hey, I happened to have in the boat was beer was in the boat and the oysters were over the side. So that's, mm. that's what you had for breakfast at 6 a.m. Hey, you yeah, do what prawns. you got to do. <laughs> I mean, when we go crabbing and brawning, same thing. Yep. Well, breakfast Phil Mabos just said there as well. Anybody wants to do a shot with me? Yes, Phil, I'm here, bro. Let's hit that shit. You know, everybody, <laughs> if, you, if you got your whiskey ready, <laughs> we'll do three, two, one. We'll do the shot. Happy Father's Day, everybody. And then we'll move on to the cannabis news and events. Let's do it. Three. Monkey, have you got anything, bro? No, I got water right here. I can do we're that. Gonna do, we're going to go for a drunken monkey episode again? No, I don't bro? have anything, nothing here to do that with. <laughs> See, I've got oh, I got I've got a I've got a whole shitload of can of oil here, and no way that's gonna happen. <laughs> Do a shot of that, bro. Do a shot. Oh <laughs> lord! Oh, I'd be sick. Yeah, he'd Ooh. be asleep. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yes, we hit that shit. Let's do it. Ooh wee! Okay, it's time for the cannabis news and events. Are we ready? Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. 
nice and professional there we go everybody it's time for the cannabis news and events this week so we have uh, a lot of stories to cover so we're going to quickly make our way through whichever ones we have you know we don't want to be here for uh, too long we don't want to push the the time limit too long there's only three of us here and we're already 12 minutes from the start look at that uh intros get very long sometimes but you know we've got to warm everybody up right your concern in the last cast we did on my show and it was like half an hour in and we oh went to God. Half, half an hour in it was a full it, hour it was a full in. hour <laughs> man full hour intro you know the topics <laughs> tv shows and movies and it's like we're an hour in and we're like should we talk about some movies then it's like oh god yeah, yeah we're, we were here for a reason oh <laughs> The show is called, it's called Two Bowls Deep. We were four bowls deep in, and we yeah, hadn't even started shit. the topic yet. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, my structure is that I have no structure. That's the, <laughs> that's the fun part. Yeah. Out of control, bro. Out of control. <laughs> so do we have some good news? We should start off on some good news, maybe. I was going to go ahead and start off with the bureaucracy, because, you know, we got to get that out of the way. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Okay. So uh, let's see. I have to get the title of it. Um, uh, my story comes to us from Marijuana Moment. It is Fed's aim to finish cannabis scheduling review this year. Top Biden officials tell Marijuana Moment. Okay, right. so that pretty much says pretty much what's going on there, though. But you, you all may remember that uh, last year or late last year, Joe Biden requested that the government reevaluate cannabis scheduling with, with the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, can't even remember but anyway the the drug act he wants to change to see if it is uh possible to remove it from schedule one and, and maybe schedule it different or completely unschedule it so the head of the u.s department of health and human services is aiming to present president joe biden with a federal cannabis scheduling decision this year as agencies work as quickly as we can to complete administrative reviews Secretary Xavier Baraka told marijuana moment during a press briefing in Sacramento on Thursday. While Baraka and other federal officials have previously emphasized that they are working expeditiously to carry out the cannabis review, which president directed late last year, there's been a lack of clarity about specific timelines. This is something that we talked about. He, he basically, when, when he ordered, asked for the review, he didn't, there was no, when is it gonna happen? When can we expect this? And we all expected it to be put off forever. Now that the secretary has disclosed when he hopes to deliver the president's directive, or, or that's when he says he's going to do it. The Food and Drug Administration and the Health and Human Services is carrying out an eight-step scientific review into cannabis to determine whether it should be rescheduled, declassified, or remain Schedule One, which is reserved for the most strictly controlled drugs and under the Controlled Substance Act. That's what I couldn't think of in the beginning, the CSA, Controlled Substance Act. Cannabis will do that to you sometimes, short-term memory. <laughs> what I can tell you is that the president instructed us at Health and Human Services and the FDA in particular to take a look on how we treat marijuana and see if we can update our review of cannabis as a drug and how we make sure we treat it going forward on a federal level. For record marijuana moment, places like California have already changed the laws. The federal government has not. So we've been instructed that we are we are so we have been instructed and we are underway with the review as we speak. He said that the HSS, Health and Human Services, along with other agencies like the Drug Enforcement Administration, are working together to see if we can give the president an answer that's based on scientific science and evidence. Stay tuned. We hope to be able to give you that pretty soon, hopefully this year. 
This is not a definitive deadline, but the clearest timetable offered yet by a top federal official providing new insight into what secretary thinks may be achievable within the next six months. Once Youth and Health and Human Services finalizes its review, it will send a scheduling recommendation to the DEA, which makes the final call. This basically means that they, they're gonna go ahead and make a, make a recommendation and pass it to another agency, which now has the ability to either listen or not listen to their recommendation. How's that go, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> it's, it's welcome to the US politics. We have layers here that we have to go through. And I mean, it, it's all shielded. The health agency's scientific findings are binding, but the DEA could theoretically flout the recommendations. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> As Rebecca yeah. was on his way out from, from Thursday's presser, which focused on food science innovation at the University of California, Davis's Health Sacramento campus, Marijuana Moment asked for his thinking on another drug uh, policy issue, psychedelics. The secretary said he needed to defer the expertise of the National Institute on Drug Abuse, which also falls under the Health and Human Service, because I don't want to make, I want to make sure that I, I want to touch base that only on what we've been doing. Basically, he deferred on that moment there. He's not going to talk about psychedelics right now. In order for the Biden administration to accomplish its stated goals, ranging from restoring integrity in the law, addressing racial equity, and a laundry list of other priorities, the descheduling or rescheduling of marijuana must be central, said the founder of Bowl Pack. Now, the Bowl Pack, I don't know what that stands for, but you know what that sounds like. It's got to be a, a pro-cannabis uh, group. Uh, there are very few issues as deeply ingrained in the self-inflicted problem as the nation faces like prohibition. Attorney General Garland and President Biden have a unique opportunity to bring fairness and sanity by addressing this correctly and, correct and quickly. Uh, the letter said that Biden's scheduling directives represent an opportunity to make an honest assessment of the origins and implications of federal policies, adding that cannabis is scheduled based on stigma, not science. And it's time to address the cannabis's real reality as a state rec regulated substance. So I think that article is basically telling us that they have given us a, a deadline or let's say a projected timeline. But I want to ask you two guys right here, right now, do you think there's any way possible that they'll meet that guideline? This is the government of the United States that I'm talking yeah. about here. <laughs> No. i don't know yeah I, i'm skeptical and it's always better to just stay skeptical with this kind of thing because then you're not disappointed you know when they come around and say sorry there wasn't enough bribe money this time around i mean sorry i'm using the wrong words again sorry there wasn't there no, wasn't enough the right money words. donated to the, the campaign the, this time. whatever way you want to say it but yeah i get uh, you yeah mm -hmm. the bids weren't high enough so we're going to defer it until we get a better bid in or something like that like you know that's crazy stuff See for me, the Go bit ahead. that's got me, the bit that's got me is that it's a review in those mm -hmm. little finger things. Um, because we've had this, we've had so many reviews here, same shit. They're like, oh, we're reviewing it, we're reviewing it, and then the government gets a whole list of recommendations, and they go, oh, we're not doing any of them, and then they just go on their merry way, just like they did before after spending millions of taxpayer money for absolutely no reason yep <laughs> so second well, laughing there because just to quickly go off tangent people are like what the fuck is for sale up there and i'm looking at it myself like what the fuck are them 
<laughs> the pictures that are shown for any cycle, you might not have seen, you, you have to see them on screen, you won't see them, you know, because it's related to what you look at online and shit. They like, say, what the fuck are them things? And just so you all know, that's that's uh, for tying knots in balloons, because the kids have been trying to tie knots in mm-hmm. water balloons and haven't been able to. So these devices make it easier to learn how to tie knots in balloons. But they mm. do look shady as fuck, all right? <laughs> <laughs> they look like some kind of dodgy toy to be used in the bedroom, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Oh, well, man, you know, balloon knot <laughs> means a completely different thing down here than it probably does in the UK. So. <laughs> Just like everything else does, mate, I swear. <laughs> we don't usually have tools in the United States to teach you how to tie a balloon. You just pretty much figure that out. But okay, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. We like to go the hard way around. Yeah. Is that 37 pound for a balloon tire, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how much it was. I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, man, they're right. It's like, what the fuck is that? So I've had mm. to open it up in a new window and check it out. And it's like balloon tire. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. That's you watch why. the next, <laughs> yeah, the next three weeks. That's all you're gonna get is ads for balloon tires. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to the story now. <laughs> getting back off the balloon tires for a minute. <laughs> if we can actually get a decision made whether whether they reschedule or deschedule, of course, everybody. Uh, in the cannabis community is hoping for a completely descheduled. Matter of fact, I had did a, I had done a story earlier where it looked like Republicans and Democrats were in agreement that rescheduling may be the first step that they are agreeing to. I got a lot of hate mail on that one saying that it's at least the first step. But I still believe that even if we reschedule it off of a schedule one, it's a progress. Now we, mm-hmm. we definitely mm-hmm. want it to be unscheduled, but if it's if it's at least uh, recognized that cannabis has some good uh, real use—that's a step forward for us, and at least because yeah, Schedule One means that it has no medical use at all, or doesn't it? It's right. A, if it yeah, becomes yeah, a Schedule yeah. One, it becomes prescribable by any physician by federal law. If it becomes so Schedule it, One, it, if it becomes, if it becomes Schedule Two, if it, yeah. If it's knocked yeah. off of Schedule One, if it's not yeah. Schedule One, it becomes if it's Schedule uh, Three or Two, it becomes prescribable by any physician at that point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would help us because that would at least give us uh, the ability to do the research that everybody says we desperately need. Yeah. And it would instantly make uh, medical cannabis uh, legal or potentially legal in all 50 states. So, mm-hmm. I would so, much prefer sorry. having it descheduled first, though. Does is so Schedule 2 basically controlled substance? Yes. Schedule 2 would be something like, let's say, cocaine. Because cocaine does have medical medical applications. To Damn, it. that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> it is. The den- yeah, dentists used to love that shit, man. Yeah, mm, they still do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, just on a- the weekends, you know. Cocaine maybe even a schedule one. I'm not sure, but it's not a schedule. I'm a schedule three, but it's not a schedule one for sure. You know. You know and um, we can all sit here as cannabis users and agree that it should definitely not be a schedule one. But these politician people. You know they they're not on the same level as we're on that they are they just haven't got the slightest clue what the fuck is going on so they're gonna think that it should be a schedule one until they're educated properly and understand what's really going on with cannabis so we, we, it's a step in the right direction we can't expect it all you know we can't expect them all to be on the same wavelength of us and it's going to be a slow process to go from schedule one then down to schedule two and slowly or bring its way down until it's completely you know not scheduled yeah. at all hopefully well, we would hope that it would make the one step and, and that would be take it off of scheduling, treat it as if it's beer or, or alcohol or, or anything like that, tobacco and, you know, regulate mm-hmm. it, but take mm-hmm. it off of the controlled list, yep. mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't know. It, it would make sense to me, though. If we don't have it, if it's not done before the next election and if there's an administration change, we go back to square one. So. Oh, really? Least, oh, man. Well, it's just kind of it's the way it works. You know, you get one president in there and he says, I'll do it this way. And if he, the, the guy coming in before him did the work, oh, I don't want to do that. I want to do it my way. And it's just like it, it's craziness. So I'm just mm -hmm. hoping that Biden makes a decision before he leaves office one way or the other, whether it's this term or next term or whatever. So you have a similar kind of story as well, which is related to this, right? Uh, sort of, kind of, but it, it's a totally different situation, but it, it kind of deals with uh, some things that we've been talking about. I'll start here. It says France bans HHC cannabis alternative stores rush to sell out stock. Um, <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. in a well so, yeah, let's, let's read the story before I start asking questions, because I had questions and it might be <laughs> well, answered. It's, it, it's questions real, at the end, please. You know, <laughs> It's a real short story, and I have two of them that tie in together, sort of, but they're in different parts of the world. But anyway, a wellness boutique in the fifth, uh, oh gosh, I can't even say that, it's fifth area of Paris, whatever. A arrondissement. Okay, that's not an American word. Arrondissement. Yeah, that, that would do. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, yeah, I, did, fine. I did it at the Mackey. We are around this mint of Paris. <laughs> 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 a price I don't know what you mean by that. Place. I am offended. I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel personally attacked. Sorry, man. Go ahead. The whiskey's kicking in at this point. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have yeah. any HAC left? Asked Leo, a 22-year-old student. Who, like most other people interviewed, requested anonymity. Yes, it's the last day. The manager replied, I'll take 10 euros worth. No, 20, uh, said Leo. He can explain he's been using HHC for the past two months for its cannabis-like effects. Leo is having to find a way to do without because as of Tuesday, June 13th, the use, sale, and production of hexachlorocannabidiol, a molecule derived from cannabis, it's a CBD-derived molecule, uh, the Agency of National Science de Medicant, basically science and medicine in France. Smashing them long words, monkey. Look, yeah, killing it, bro. Killing it. I just can't. <laughs> when you start throwing accented cues and umlauts over things, I don't know what to do with that stuff, man. I'm sorry. Americans don't do those things. Okay. They HAC and two of its derivatives on this, a list of narcotics. The decision was made in response to to research showing H that HHC presents a risk of abuse independence equivalent to that of cannabis. Other European countries have recently banned the sale of HHC, including Austria, Belgium, Denmark, and the United Kingdom. You didn't oh. even know you had it, did you, Mackie? No, no, but I'm not surprised it's banned, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> now it's France's turn. Over the past few months, HHC has found its way into a number of stores, previously specializing in the sale of CBD, the synthetic molecule is sold in vaporization of forms of cannabis flowers as in e-liquids for electronic cigarettes, resins, oils, candies, and more. All this despite its effects being similar to THC, the substance responsible for cannabis psychotropic effects. So France is jumping, jumping on the bandwagon to get rid of this synthetic molecule, just like a lot of other countries are. And I've got mixed feelings on this one. You know, How do you guys mm. feel about this one? You know? Yeah, it's a dodgy one, isn't it? It's like, I don't like the idea of these synthetic cannabinoids in the first place because, you know, right. cannabis is fine as it is. Stop fucking around, legalize mm. cannabis properly, and you don't have to worry about these synthetic molecules. But at the same yeah. time, there's many synthetic molecules out there that do good. 
you know it, it just because it's a synthetic molecule doesn't mean that it's dangerous or bad it might still be a good substance and people might enjoy taking it mm -hmm. and as an adult it is their choice man it is their life it is their body it's their consciousness and it's up to them what they do with that body and that consciousness as long as it doesn't have a detrimental effect on somebody else so to to ban it is only gonna create a a black market that that's right. the way it always goes man that's how prohibition goes it shouldn't be banned it should be properly controlled to make sure that it's safe for the consumer regardless of what the fuck it is well, unless it's killing people but then people wouldn't take it you hit exactly what i thought you'd hit i feel exactly the same way i feel mixed on this you know you're taking the right for some people to use this material away but at the same time it's a synthetic molecule that i really don't agree with so it's very mixed feelings here mm-hmm mm -hmm. It just seems it seems like the same thing that you know everyone was having an issue with in the um late nineties, early two thousands with the party drugs where mm. something had come out, it'd be out for like six months, and the drug administration had come through and go, Oh, you can't have that. So they'd right. ban it, and then like a week later, it'd be like HHC two would come yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they'd add an extra they carbon just, on the side molecule there. Oh, it's different. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it doesn't matter how many they ban, they'll find a way. Mm -hmm. But if they just mm -hmm. fucking legalized, then mm -hmm. you'd have no need for any of these synthetic cannabinoids. Well, you know what I mean? That's a perfect segue into the second tying story here. Lawmakers take step to ban Delta eight eight products. Okay. <laughs> so now we we jumping over to the U.S. now. Lawmakers advanced a measure Monday that would ban Delta HTHC, a chemical compound found in in marijuana, but isn't regulated under current cannabis state laws. Cannabis experts and parents are concerned that Delta A products sold at gas stations and corner stores att attract children because they are packaged to look like candy. Uh, this is a case study. Michael Gillespie, a Washington Township resident, told lawmakers his 15-year-old son became dizzy after ingesting sour watermelon gummies with 600 milligrams of Delta A. Became dizzy. Became he, dizzy. Yeah, oh, that boy, he, it was that high he, as fuck. This, this is the crazy million. part. He bought at a convenience store. Now I don't know if the kid bought him at the convenience store or the son or the son bought him at the convenience store. But anyway, mm. somebody bought him and the kid ate him. Six hundred milligrams and later passed out in the forest, prompting a police search. Gillespie oh said yeah, that, <laughs> that gets bad. Oh yeah, that's not just dizzy. No. <laughs> Lisby <laughs> <laughs> said he was stunned when his son, when he found his son who had to be taken to the hospital where, where it was found he was found gave him a wrapper of the candy came and looked in he said it looked like normal candy the kid just basically <laughs> made a mistake i was lying little bastard he knew what he was doing the <laughs> fucking <laughs> i just what? thought it was normal candy fuck off this is a 15 year old kid so i'm kind of thinking you might be right mackie but again he was completely uninstructed uninformed and had no idea what he was doing mm -hmm. one of these deals anyway we can keep going through the rest of the story there but this is new jersey and they're looking to ban it in new jersey now new jersey has legal weed but they still got delta right. eight in, in the in the filling stations and convenience stores and the thing is with this delta eight product it's not like legal cannabis it's not regulated the same way it's 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 sold Ooh. at little boutiques and you know you like okay if you remember the person that they were talking about in the france story was 20 years old and he was buying it not 21 not 25 he was 20 years old he was underage 
as far as the U.S. is concerned, he's, he was underage buying this, this uh, HHC. Then this 15-year-old, I don't know if he bought it, but he certainly consumed it. So it seems like the, these uh, synthetics are not regulated the same way. They're not packaged the same way. People don't, aren't treating them the same way. It would be safer to get rid of that stuff and just go ahead and legalize the real deal and regulate it. Mm. I mean, that's, I looked at these two articles and I said, that's the answer. Get rid of the synthetics, get the real stuff out there and just regulate it. It'll be safer for kids. It'll be safer for everybody. Well, self silly puts in the chat here, which you write so this gas station sell data, data eight here. And mm -hmm. some of it has fentanyl in it. That's bad, it has, man. It has been found that, that it, it's not extremely common. It, it has been marketed as a scare story. But yes, they have found trace right. fentanyl in some of the materials out there. Fentanyl is because it's so cheap and it takes so little that they feel like they can just salt it in very lightly into the edibles. And, oh, you get a stronger oh. kick up of these, so I'll Damn. buy these. Just seasoning edibles with fentanyl. This <laughs> is why it needs to be regulated in, in you know, in controlled in a, in a regular dispensary because mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to do that over there legally. Mm. You know, these these people are operating under the radar. They're the danger. Get rid of the synthetic stuff. Get your real weed in there and go that route. But you know, both of these stories are, are covering the same situation here. We've got a problem with synthetic cannabis. Get the real stuff in there, guys. Yeah, and this is you know, yeah. banning things has done the real good over the last fifty uh, years, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, well, they, they can ban everything they want, but they got to give us a replacement. You're taking all the synthetics away. The people want the real deal. Mm -hmm. Stupidness, man. Yeah, I, I'm really kind of curious. Unless they were cheaper, and I guess maybe that's the way. If, if this guy was in New Jersey, and I'm thinking if the dad bought those edibles for, at a convenience store or filling station or whatever it was. Uh, why didn't he just go to the dispensary and get real ones? Those things must be cheaper. And if they're cheaper, that means that they're probably a lower quality or definitely taxed differently and uh, all that kind of stuff like that. So none of that makes sense to me, man. Yeah, well, it's all bullshit. Probably hit the, you've probably hit the nail on the head there, man. It's probably cheaper for the Delta 8 product than it is for a legally produced edible. Legally controlled and safe edible, yeah. Uh, oh well, it's it's also basically. I mean, it's sitting at a gas station. You go and you put fuel in. You go and you pay, <laughs> and it's right there. And you go, fucking, you know what? I want to get a little lit today. I'll grab that. And what a wonderful go. product to, to sell right there at, at the counter in, in in the petrol station, right? You know, something yeah, that's right, going right. to hit. Just pop this candy, and you'll feel great in a few minutes. You know. Yeah, right next to the five-hour energy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yep. so so let's move on to these two stories. I have a couple of stories here from the <clears> UK, and you know, as I said earlier on, before the before we got into the meat of the show, I've had a really busy day, so I haven't read these articles. But the 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 titles of them, the headline, the clickbaity bit, pulled me in, and I was like, these are good stories to put together to prove a point right here. <laughs> and I hope that's the case when we read the story. <laughs> but, uh, essentially. We say, you know, there's three rules when it comes to growing cannabis. If you want to stay safe, then you've got to tell nobody, you know, don't tell, don't sell and don't smell. Pretty simple, because when you do that whole selling thing, you're making a tax free income. The government don't like that and they will fuck you for it. And these two stories here from the UK prove that fact. Right. So we have one here. I'll show you the, uh, the story. It says Manx, which means a guy from Manchester. Manx dealer who sold cannabis to friends sentenced. 
A drug dealer who sold cannabis to friends has been handed a suspended jail sentence. And a suspended jail sentence in the UK is where you're given a sentence, but you don't have to serve it yet. But if you break the law again within a specific amount of time, then you have to go and serve that sentence. So uh, Joseph Parker was arrested after a raid on his father's home as part of a larger drug operation, which led to the older man being jailed. So his dad got jailed. Douglas Courthouse heard messages on a 21-year-old phone showed he had been selling the drug to friends for almost a year. He was given a 12-month prison sentence suspended for 18 months. So if he fucks up again for the next 18 months, he'll be sent to prison for 12 months. Deemster Graham Cook said Parker had already lost his job and had since removed himself from bad influences. <laughs> Unfortunate upbringing is the, uh, the, <laughs> the title for this section of this story. Parker of Hillbury View in Onchan was arrested on the morning of the 3rd of September 2022 after police raided his father's home in Fairfield Avenue. Messages on his phone showed he had been doing single-digit deals between the 1st of November 2021 and the 3rd of September 2022. Single-digit deal. Single-digit deal. The degenerate. <laughs> the degenerate. Uh, Single-digit deals. Single <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, you know, end of financial year sales. Single-digit no, deals. You know like... what it is? It's a fucking great name. It's a great name for an indie band is what it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he later pleaded guilty to being concerned in the supply of cannabis in single-digit deals. Prosecutors said he, prosecutors said his dealings was at the lower end of the chain, and there was no suggestion that he was involved in the larger amounts of drugs his father was jailed in relation to. Deemster Cook said he had an unfortunate upbringing, but had now removed himself from the influence of his father and was trying to get help himself. Just drop your dad in it like that, you little yeah. shit. You little yeah. shit. But anyway, I'm giving you this opportunity because of the face, because on the face of it, you deserve it, he said. What? 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 I'm giving you this opportunity because on the face of it, you deserve it, he said. Whatever the fuck that means. Cheers, kid. Referring to the support Parker was receiving from his mother and her friend, he said, show them you can be a better person and then simply a drug dealer. Parker was also made uh, subject to a supervision order. Now, you know, saying show them you can be a better person than simply a drug dealer. What you do, that's only in the UK. If you go over to some states in the USA or even in Canada, being a quote unquote drug dealer is an actual profession that people get paid an actual <laughs> fucking wage for, you dickheads. You know what I'm oh, saying? What the a fucking what chemist is technically a drug dealer. Like, come on, man. <laughs> ridiculous, isn't it? The fucking words they use in these articles is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's... a Father's Day specials SDA. You see that? This one this... specifically for Father's Day, you know? <laughs> yeah, happy Father's Day. I'm going to drop you in the shit. I mean, those kind of terms are, that's reefer madness terms, you know, drug dealer. <clears throat> yeah. But as we can see, this guy here, all right, he, he has uh, been arrested for single digit deals to his friends. So he wasn't making a lot of money. And there's no mention in this article of the amount of money he was making from selling this kind of single digit deals to his friends. You know, so at the end of the day, he hasn't really done very much wrong, but he's still facing a 12 month prison sentence if he does anything wrong again in the next 18 months. Now, let's take a look at this guy. 
we have Cannabis Farmer avoids jail after 120 plants worth up to £45,000 are found in his North Shields home. Okay, so let's just think about that for a second. This guy had 120 plants and they are worth up to £45,000. That's gone down according to uh, recent estimates because, you know, they used to be like £1,000 per plant here in the UK. So uh, they've uh, adjusted their prices a little bit, I think. Finally. But <clears throat> yeah, finally, you know, he's a little bit more on par. But anyway, a cannabis farmer has avoided jail after nearly 120 plants worth up to £45,000 were discovered at his Tyneside home. Grandfather, Ian Howard, who has 70 offences on his record, including two for cultivating the class B drug, which in other words, cannabis, had been growing his illegal crop across three bedrooms in his house in North Shields when police searched his uh, search it in December 2021, as well as 119 plants. Get it right. Is it 120 or 119? We need accurate figures. Officers yeah. also discovered cans of adhesive labels, which were printed to the packaging of uh, sorry which were linked to the packaging of the cannabis in a cupboard in his utility room a court heard the 53 year old initially claimed he set up the farm which involved the relevant heating lighting ventilation and plant food in order to make cannabis oil for himself however he later conceded that he had too many plants to be consistent with just personal use but you see the difference here between these two articles right is they didn't find proof on this guy that he was selling cannabis single digit deals to his friends this was him growing cannabis for personal use and he wasn't trying to grow it for any kind of commercial income and that this is why we tell you all to keep it personal man and do not sell cannabis because that's where the shit hits the fan that's where you're looking at prison time if you ever caught for growing cannabis it's going to be a problem if you're selling it man but if you're just providing yourself with your own personal supply of cannabis you are far less likely to get any prison time for what you've done and here in the uk let's face it i mean realistically it's very hard to get a prison sentence for fucking anything because there's no space in the prisons and there's barely any fucking police but you have to still take those precautions man do not sell your cannabis only use it for personal use sorry bubble the thing is, is that it's like, oh, he wasn't, he wasn't selling it. Yet he had all these fucking Cali stickers that he was going to slap on baggies. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't mean he's going to sell it. That don't mean it's just so he can show off to his friends, isn't it? Just so, just so he can make up a stand in his lounge room so it looks like a weed cafe. Is that the? <laughs> oh, okay. It's for decoration purposes, bro. <laughs> I'm just kind of wondering, you know, 120 plants. How did he convince that at being personal use? I don't think I could do that to my police officer over here. But yeah, they're, they're maybe in solo cups, said Jeff there. You know, the size of the uh, of the plants. Maybe they're taking that into consideration now because back in the day, they wouldn't. I mean, even just a couple of years ago, they find you with fucking seedling and they'll be like, oh, that plant's worth five grand. Five grand. You know, and then you got yeah. 20 fucking plants just trying to do a nice pheno hunt to get yourself a nice mum. And they'll be like, oh my God, he's a kingpin, international <laughs> drug lord. You know, it's like, goddamn, man. It's fucking crazy shit. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so I just wanted to bring those two articles together and show you all because. It just shows how important it is 
to grow cannabis for personal use and don't be selling it it's very important to follow those three rules man you don't tell anybody about your grow you don't sell any of your weed and you cover the smell of your weed so nobody can fucking find it it's as simple as that man and then you should be okay but you know you just don't sell don't sell it's it's important man so you have some stories the, as well, Bubble. So have you got anything else to say on these articles? If anybody else I was just going to say that the selling one's probably the only one that's going to really get you into shit. The other, the yeah. other ones, yeah. you know, if you're nice to your neighbours, um, yeah. you know, you, you're going to usually be okay. But uh, yeah, flogging it off to the mates that that's going to cause issues. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple actually, and they're yeah. Uh, <laughs> So oh, no. a, yeah, they, 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 they want, they're uh -oh. not great. Let's let's just put it that way. Um, I'll go with the first one. So, man charged after alleged fifty kilo cannabis bust. So, oh, wee! Uh, was this personally used to sell? Is it? <laughs> wait, just just wait until you hear this. Right, a man has been charged after what is alleged to be fifty kilos of cannabis was found in the back of a van in New South Wales. The white van was allegedly speeding down Rackow Street in Broken Hill when New South Wales police pulled the vehicle over. There was what is alleged to be 50 kilos of cannabis found in the back of the vehicle inside large sealed bags, estimated to be worth 250000 in street value. Uh, the male driver, 31, and two female passengers allegedly ran from police into a nearby cemetery. Uh, the man from Adelaide was found and arrested a short time later. He was charged with supplying a prohibited drug in commercial quantity, possessing a prohibited drug, and escaping police custody. The two female passengers are still on the run, with police appealing for public assistance. Describe, they are described <laughs> as being 30 to 40 years old and of Asian appearance with black long hair. Oh, I've uh, seen those was... people. Yeah, I know who they are. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is one was wearing light coloured pants and a top, while the other was wearing white pants and a black top. Oh so, yeah, I, uh, I did see that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. didn't see them. I was mistaken. So there's, there's, yeah. Look, there's, there's gonna, there, yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people out there getting wrongfully arrested. You think? Going, <laughs> going by that description. Black and white clothes and between thirty and forty years old, Asian yeah, in appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, uh -huh. that's it's just great. just 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 describe one third of Australia's population. Good work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that one. But I mean, look, the the what comes down to win that one is speeding with mm -hmm. you know, come mm -hmm. on, man, mm -hmm. under the radar. What like the if fuck you, you know, if you've got fifty, you drive it safe, man. You know, you, yeah. you stick into the... Don't even drive slower than the speed limit. You drive 30 miles. If it says you can drive 30, you drive 30. You don't drive 29. You don't drive 31. You drive 30, man. You stick to the fucking T. You indicate to go around every corner. You know, you stop at every red light. You fucking behave yourself. You pretend like you're on your driving test, man. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. Now, I'm crazy. The, I'm looking What's at the picture the... early up in the article, though. Those bags look like they're full of trim. Yeah, mm, oh, it looks like mm. trash. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't just... look like bud. It really looks like just something that most growers would use as a secondary biomass. You know, if they filled those bags, it'd probably be four bags filled. But if you go down the line, look at how it becomes less and less in each bag. Nice and airy. Each yeah. evidence bag as it goes down the thing. So I reckon they've just, just to, to make it span the entire police car, 
They've just a little bit in this bag, a little bit in this bag. <laughs> we'll make that make that picture look real good. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 so yeah, moral of the story. Don't be traveling around with 50 kilos of cannabis in the back of your van. And if you fucking do, for whatever reason you that's you decide that's a good idea, don't be speeding. Come Obey on. Obey all the traffic laws, yes. Like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm in no way saying this is a, this was a good idea because it wasn't clearly. And you know, but... the the male driver 31 and two female passengers allegedly ran into a nearby cemetery. Don't do yeah. that because you'll be caught dead to rights. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you catch that shit that that joke right there. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy That's Father's whiskey Day. Whiskey is kicking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being. <laughs> Being the only thing moving in a cemetery, just you know, it's not conducive to being <laughs> hiding or not really. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, that was a terrible joke. Terrible. Yeah. Ooh. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, it, 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 it was it was it better or was it worse than the chicken wins one? Everybody, let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments which joke did you prefer? You know. <laughs> <laughs> is there a third i can choose from there may be later on monkey let's uh let's hold up let's hold above. out for the next <laughs> yeah none of the above is also an option it's completely up to you yes mm-hmm. but yeah, All cool, right, cool story so, man cool story so that was the, that was what was a short one so I've, I've dragged this other one over which i thought you know and this this may piss a few people off so um be prepared for that one extreme cannabis addict Robert Huxtable made guns and firearm parts using a 3D printer. So a kangaroo island man with an extreme cannabis addiction used a 3D printer to make a range of weapons, including a working handgun and a cannon, because he was tinkering to, quote, see if he could do it, a court has heard. Uh, Robert Craig Huxtable, 25, was arrested at his parents' Wissinger farm last September after police uncovered the weapons hall. In a district court hearing, it was revealed Huxtable, who was pleaded guilty to six weapons manufacturing-related offences, made a green polymer plastic firearm that was functioning correctly. That firearm, in fact, had gunshot residue within it, showing that it had previously been fired, uh, James Slocum, prosecuting, told the court. The court heard that the weapon was loaded at the time it was found, and the court heard the other weapons were gun parts or incomplete firearms. Uh, Judge Simon Stretton, who presided over the hearing, said a report indicated Huxtable had also made a working cannon that appeared to have been fired. There was also black powder, which is the explosive material that would be used in the cannon, he said. Uh, The court heard Huxtable had not been charged over the cannon because he entered guilty pleas at a very early stage, and it was considered as background to the other offences. Uh, Mary Shaw, KC for Huxville, told the court her client's case was unusual and that he had been cooperative with police, explaining to them that he was just tinkering, seeing if he could do it after learning how to use a 3D printer in high school technology classes. Uh, so, So he bought himself a 3D printer and commenced making things for around the farm and then naively had looked up online. He described to the police he might use it for hunting on the farm and that is in context of feral cats, she said. There was never any intention to take any of these items beyond the tinkering or potential use on the farm. Judge Stretton said the weapons created could have no conceivable legitimate use and had not been secured. Even if he had completely, even if he had a completely innocent attitude to this, 
Even if he was making all these things for no apparent reason, those guns are available to be misused by others, stolen, used in crime, or used on a domestic context if somebody snaps. Uh, he adjourned the case for six months <clears throat> to allow Huxtall to address his extreme cannabis addiction, which a psychologist had found would massively reduce his chance of reoffending. This is the bit that's going to piss you off. This court, over many years, has seen how destructive long-term cannabis use is. There's a myth about that it's harmless. It's not harmless, particularly when there's a high degree of addiction. You become detached from reality, you're in your own little world, and things like this can happen. He adjourned the case until December to allow Huxtable to undergo regular, uh, regular drug testing and address his cannabis addiction. So I think what pisses me off the most about this is that he's then he's used cannabis as a reason mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. his for his offending. Like you made some guns, you got caught. It has nothing to do with weed, man. Like, well, he got high and thought it was a great idea. Like, fuck, he could have got drunk and thought it was a great idea. Either mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was that the thing that pissed me off was the judge. The fact that the judge comes out and says that. Um clearly shows that they've still got no idea so yeah. mm -hmm. it's you know what, what, what's the gun laws in in the in australia what i mean because this happened in australia right yeah this is australia you, you can't man you you can have um if you have a reason to have a weapon that's fine but you need to you've got to go and pass um all your gun licensing you've got to keep mm. it in a safe um like there's a whole bunch of Secure laws and shit around yeah. it. It's all got to be secured properly. You're not allowed handguns. Um, you're definitely not allowed 3D printed plastic guns. Um, <laughs> there's a whole yeah, there's a whole bunch of it. Handguns you can have, but they have to be at, they have to keep them at a gun range. So you have got to be part of a gun club, and they're kept in the gun club safe at the range. So you're not allowed to take them out. Pretty um, similar to the UK, but we're not. I don't think we're allowed uh handguns and they have to have a you have to have a certain length barrel it has to it, it can't be a short barrel it has to be a long barrel but yeah well similar. i think yeah like, you can't have uh firearms here in the uk but you need a specific reason you need to have proper licensing for it and it has to be stored at a, a proper gun range as well yeah but similar similar yeah. rules there's a whole lot of news there everybody i hope you enjoyed mm. the news stories just some quick forum news before we carry on we have a smoke break. Um, there's some new badges, everybody. You might have seen them. If you're a patron of the badges? show or of uh, Percy's Grow Room, yeah, we have these new pin badges, these high Ooh. on homegrown pin badges. Here they are, everybody. I'm going to hold one up, but pin none of badges. you can see it anyway because you don't have camera on. But I'm going to hold one up anyway. Look at that. They're was... fucking nice. Oh, man. that's cool looking, Matthew. You see that? You see, yeah, you see yeah. that bubble heart? See that? I do. I like that. I was hoping for a painted honey badger, but, you know, a pin, that's fine. A pin that's badger just is fine. Reality leaves a lot to the imagination, okay, everybody? Just... Does the honey badger get angry when you're painting? I think honey badgers get angry over anything. I think that, <laughs> yeah, that's true. the... They're true. always angry, yeah. They're just a pissed-off animal. Yeah, my, <laughs> my spirit animal, I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> but pretty much everybody it is a, a pin badge, a lapel badge, sometimes called a hat badge. You call them hat badges, right, monkey? Uh, yeah, whatever you want to call them, collectors, pins, anything, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's pins, the, the high on homegrown logo, three centimeters across and three centimeters up. Really nice fucking badges. Some people already have them out there. And if you are a Patreon 
of the show and you want one of these badges, then get in touch with us and we'll get one sent out to you. I have some in the UK. Some are on the way to Monkey over in the US and some are on, on the way to Bubblehawk as well. So if you're in any of those countries and you would like one of these nice high on homegrown badges and your Patreon, they're going out to the Patreons first. Okay, everybody just making sure that we get the Patreon sorted. Then get in touch and you can get one of these sexy badges, man. They're really fucking nice. Very nice. Only, Ooh, where'd you get that sexy badge, man? Yeah, but, only thirty nine ninety nine postage. Thirty nine ninety nine. For real, bro, man. And uh, what what they do here in the UK, just so everybody knows, postage is becoming a fucking joke, and they want all this information off you before they send anything abroad. So we're sent, sending them out to different countries, so we don't need to send internationally and put loads of information. The price is a bitch, but the worst thing is putting information on shit when we do the things that we do. You know, we try and stay anonymous as possible. So, but I've gone to the post office the other day with Bubble Hawks one because the missus told me when she sent the one to Monkey it was like again twenty five quid postage or something stupid money, and I've just put everything in an envelope kept it all small as possible and they're like yeah twenty five quid I'm like okay so I packed up bubbles I put twenty badges or twenty ish badges in Bubble Hawks one sent that out to him, and when I'm at the post office this the woman got the board she's checking the size of the parcel and it's just an envelope with some fucking badges in it. And she's trying to fit it through this slot. And I said to her, I'm like, nobody's got a fucking letterbox that thin. What the fuck? <laughs> you trying to flag me? Trying to tell me that's a, that's, that's a parcel and not a large letter? Nobody's got a letterbox like that. What the fuck? They're lying bastards. They're ripping us all off. Yeah, seriously, man. It's like, God damn, you're going to fit a fucking newspaper through that. Is a newspaper a large parcel now? Is it? But yeah, you know, so. my 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 letter my letterbox is literally just like two bricks, man. And the post, he just lifts one brick, slides the paper onto the bottom brick, and then brick on top. You no, know, I should have said that to him. I said, "Don't worry, you know, he's got a massive letterbox on the other side. Just put it yeah. in as a large letter. Yeah. It definitely ain't that fucking thin, you thieving motherfucker. Don't get me started on a fucking rant about letterbox sizes now. That's just on a, a ridiculous <laughs> level." You know what I'm saying? Postage rant. <laughs> postage rant. But yeah, it's a, it, postage is a pain in the ass, everybody. I mean, it's not the price that's the, that's the, the problem, and it's the information they want. Now, this whole Brexit thing fucked us so bad with so many different things, but postage is just one of those. It's a pain in the ass. But anyway, if you're a patron and you want one of these badges, let us know, and we'll send you out some uh, high and whole ground badges. We've sent some out already. I think Billy's got one now. Um, who else has got one? UK guys have got them. SG2, I think, has one. Um, Firetop has one. They're very nice. Leo, I think you need one of these, bro. You're in the you're in the UK and you're a Patreon. So if you are you want one of these high and homegrown badges, mate, just get in touch. Send me a safe address and I'll get it sent out to you because it's only a couple of quid for you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We like to keep it fresh here, Leo. You, know you never saying? know what we're going to rant about. <laughs> you know, life is like an episode of High and Homegrown. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Never. You know what I'm saying? Never know. Uh, bringing that great... Yeah, Firetop has one, man, and he loves it. They're, they're fucking nice, man. They're, I'm really impressed with... And it, I, I'm a fussy bastard, man. I'm hard to please, as many of you may know. But these turned out really nice, man. I'm very happy with them. So I've even gone ahead and got some new badges made up. Everybody with a different logo. I won't tell you what logo it is. I'll leave that to your imagination, but I bet you can figure it out real quick. But anyway, <laughs> that'll be coming very soon. Uh, logo. That's right. Logo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Let's keep them guessing. It's the Bubble Hawk logo. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> 
but yes very nice uh is there any more news to be covering here we had the the second spin because grower urban he won the lights from hlg in the snail race but he isn't growing right now he's had to take his tent down and shit and it was uh it's a bit big for him that light is so he, he can't make any use of it so he said spin it again and we spin it again and stonewolf won it the second time round. so very well done sir congratulations stone wolf it's a very nice light on the way to you that's a uh, the 250 veg light i think that was was it it was all right and, the 300 and, um, was that 250 veg no 300 that's 300 r 200 r 200 r yeah 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 yeah. yes yes uh bang switch says how's the ali grow off seeds coming that's going all well yeah all the information has been sent off to ali the seeds will be sorted very soon sometime this week well you know the week coming up hopefully so that will be taking place very soon uh, we got 19 mm -hmm. participants in that which is a good turnout man they're very happy with it we're very happy with it so thanks for everybody who entered into that the seeds will be sent out very soon uh, we also have the high or low percy's high or low is coming up very soon percy's price is right and you got to guess the high card or the low card for um everybody over at well the known members of who did we put the competition to it's 50 posts plus isn't it Go and check the criteria, everybody, over at Percy's Grow Room, and you could be in for a chance of winning the two. This is the two fifty Veg Pro, and it this time around, and it, it was the two hundred R spec, but it's gone to Stonewolf. Yeah, yes. And we're giving away so many lights, everybody. It's hard to keep track of it all. It but, is you know, amazing, and it, every month it's a different light. It seems like so. Yeah, mm -hmm, good mm -hmm. stuff, though. By all means, good stuff. Yeah, good shit, man. Good shit. So get over to Percy's and participate in those competitions. It, it's good fun. Yes, and mm -hmm. the graphs on the way. Lots of stuff happening. Yeah, it's busy all the time. It's very good. It's good to see. So, yes, that's the cannabis news and events. I think that's everything. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. You might have noticed in this episode that the audio was a little bit different because at the start where we said, you know, it's been a busy day and we might make some mistakes here and there. Well, we did, and we forgot to record the actual episode. <laughs> so this audio has been clipped from the YouTube video. So it's a little bit different this week because of the error that we made. But any time we have a week off, there's always some uh, teething pains to get back into the swing of things. It shouldn't happen again anytime soon. But regardless of the audio, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the news stories. And just like every other news episode, if you have any news articles you would like to send to us so we can report them on the show next week, then do feel free to get in touch. Contact us on Discord, percysgrowroom.com. You can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There's loads of different ways to get in touch. So if you do see a story that you want us to report, do send it to us. It will be good to hear from you. But as usual, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We massively appreciate every single download. So thanks again for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll catch you on the next one, which is Wednesday for an interview. So we'll see you then. Have a good week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.